You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Long. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. So, like, one of the things in that LaFleur press conference um, that stood out to me, and I'm, I'm looking at all the beat writers, like, their quotes, nobody quoted, tweeted it. And I was like, why didn't anybody run with this? That play where, where Jaden Reed comes on the left sideline, shakes the DB and comes flying across. He hits him in stride. He goes 50-some yards down the right sideline, right? You know the play I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. They asked LaFleur about that, the Packers media. LaFleur said that Reed was not even a progression Reed on that play. He was not even supposed to be part of the play. That he broke that off on his own. Love saw him coming and made the throw that that was a love read thing, that that was not part of the play design at all. Then they asked LaFleur, well, what was that whole thing running up and handing it off real quick? They're like, did you, did you think he stepped out of bounds? And he just smiled. He goes, he ran in, because that was that star on the left sidelines, remember? It was him and that DB. He said he ran in front of him. He goes, he was really close to me. He goes, I, I, I thought maybe he might have. And he goes, and I didn't want to get a challenge and bring that play back. So I told him, get up there and run this. He goes, I wish they would have got the playoff sooner than they did. And thankfully, we didn't get a challenge call. But so to me, like that just encapsulates how far they've come. In the beginning of the year, you got guys in the same space. They weren't running the same routes. Guys weren't reading the same thing that Love was reading and running to places where Love wasn't expecting them to be. And now you've got them improvising together and being on the same page, Ryan. And when you get that type of chemistry between quarterback and receivers or quarterback and tight ends, that's big. Wicks had that one touchdown. Uh, and Romo talked about that's not a rookie wide receiver. That's a veteran wide receiver, how he flattened that route out and had patience to allow himself to come open for love to throw that ball. Again, beginning of the year never happens. By the time we get to the end of the year, it does. And that shows you the growth and the patience that you had to have. Everybody said rebuild, including me. It ain't no damn rebuild because now you're in the playoffs. Next year, the goal is going to be to win the division, right? I mean, 
that's where we're going to be, I would assume, after this year, that next year, Horvath, the goal is win the division back from Detroit, assume your ownership of this division, and let's move forward. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it, right? I mean, I love uh, seeing you smile, by the way. It's beautiful because you're as happy as I am, I can tell. Well, yeah, I mean, they're really fun. They're awesome. And like, people should let me enjoy it. Everybody's like going back to when I didn't like the Jordan Love pick four years ago. Well, no. Yeah. And, then, and then there's like the T. Higgins stuff. And I'm like, well, yeah, I wanted T. Higgins opposite Devontae Adams on that team because that team was good enough to win a Super Bowl, I thought. Just like, right. like in three years, you know, I probably – or like four years, I don't want to draft Jordan Love's backup if he's good. I'll probably want to draft, draft the best wide receiver. You know what I mean? And in five years, if we have – if everybody falls in love with Sean Clifford and we could trade him, you know, for Randy Moss, I'm going to want to do that too. Like that's the thing. The goal is always win right now. And now Jordan loves a dude. And he's a lot better than I thought he was going to be. And uh, but but again, I mean, I want to pump the brakes a little bit as far as like the next year and even this year stuff, just because like Josh Allen two years ago, you know, was the best. I mean, even this year he's on the cover of Madden, and then this year everybody's like, oh, he turns the ball over too much. This guy sucks. You know what I mean? Um, even last year, people were for a while or two years ago ripping Mahomes for the turnovers. Jalen Hurts this year. That's who I was just going to go to. Now Jalen Hurts. So. You know, um, but I'll say one thing. There's something in common with all three of those dudes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the one thing all three of those dudes that we mentioned have in common? They all went into the crapper or hit the wall or weren't the same guy after what happened. Their offensive coordinator left. Shane Steichen yeah. left Jalen Hurts. Crap. The enemy left Kansas City. Everybody said, oh, that's who cares? Andy Reid's the guy. Maybe. The enemy left. Mahomes and offense don't look the same. And you could say he doesn't have great wide receivers. And you're right. But he didn't have them before either. And they were playing much better. And then you go to Josh Allen, same thing. Dabble leaves to go to the Giants, and now all of a sudden he doesn't look like the same guy anymore either. So to me, there's a lot of that. But unless Matt LaFleur is going somewhere, which I don't think he is, and this is his offense, make no doubt about this whatsoever. This is his baby. He's the play caller. I don't see how this kind of goes sideways. Now, the other instrumental person in all of this is Tom Clements. I don't want Tom Clements leaving. I want Tom Clements to stay now, kind yeah. of going forward. Clements hasn't committed yet. Well, Fleur's already said, I want him here as long as he wants to be here. So if Clements can just commit to coming back for another year, that would make me feel better going into next year too. What makes me feel really good is, okay, so we're always like Rodgers had great receivers and Favre had great receivers. Like, were they great receivers or did guys like Favre and Rodgers make them great? Because like, sure. what did Greg Jennings, Jordy Nelson, any of these guys, yep. James Jones do after? You know what I mean? Correct. And that's what you could say right now about Jordan Love. You know, Jordan Love doesn't have Devontae Adams. Jordan Love doesn't have David Bakhtiari out there. He's got a makeshift offensive line. We're still rotating offensive linemen. One week, who the hell is Bo Melton? You know, Bo Melton. You know, one week it's like, Wicks is really that good? Damn. You know, we thought Torre was going to be that guy. You know, we thought that, um, you know, people were comparing Romeo Dobbs to Jordy Nelson. Is Romeo Dobbs even a top three receiver on this team right now? I don't think so, you know. And so what I'm saying is, like, that's what – 
now we know like Jordan Love, we got a guy because he could he could win with these guys. Not everybody in the league could do that. Rodgers at the end of his career when he got pissy always couldn't do that, but early on he could, you know, and that's what Brett was able to do too. And that's what Jordan, uh, Jordan's able to do here. I mean, like, cause he can make the throws. It's like, you're watching a Hooper out there. You know what yep. I mean? Like he made, he's making like the Josh Allen Mahomes type throws where he steps up in the pocket and it's like, no, he's not going to make that throw or maybe he shouldn't make that throw, but then he does. And it's a complete dime and somebody drops it in the back of the end zone. That's the other thing is he's dealt with drops. He's dealt with uh, injuries. He's dealt with craziness in the locker room, not so much on the offensive side of the ball, but the defensive side of the ball with the Jair nonsense yep. that was going on. And he's just the same dude. And you hear that he's this great leader. And it reminds you of early on Rogers before he was watching CNN and going crazy, or it reminds you of early Brett, you know? And uh, that's why it's so fun right now. Cause this team's young and there's no drama and it's kind of refreshing. And I'm the biggest Rogers guy, but it's refreshing for me. Um, even, you, you know, know, that's the other thing too. And maybe I miss I'm I'm not remembering correctly, and you're the you're the Rogers guy, so you can correct me if I'm misremembering, because everything's being made now of the receivers and Jordan Love every Monday nights getting together at Love's house and Love having dinner cooked for him and everything else and hanging out and being with the guys and all that every Monday night they watch film together all that. Then Tuesdays the wide receivers get together on their own and they start looking at the tape ahead and so forth, right? I don't remember this ever happening with with Aaron Rodgers. I remember a picnic, one picnic that happened the off season that Rodgers was taking over and Brett was going to the Jets. I remember him having a picnic, inviting the team over, and hey, I'm this good guy, come be, hang out with me. I don't remember this other stuff. Now, did he have his group of friends that he liked to hang out with, Crosby and Bakhtiari and Jordy Nelson or Randall Cobb? Yes, he had his friends, but I don't remember whole position groups and Rodgers hanging out watching film together every week at his house like that. I don't remember that ever being a thing. Now, having said that, I will say this. I don't think this is going to last very long. Like it's great this year and maybe we get it next year. Are we going to get this in five years? Eh, Probably not. You know, all these guys will be vets. They aren't going to need to do this all together and hang out. But as LaFleur pointed out, the cool thing about Jordan Love is he's one of the guys. Like he's one of them because a he's closer in age than Rodgers was for certain. So they have a lot more things in common than Rodgers did with them. Obviously they enjoy each other's companies a lot company, a lot. It doesn't feel like he feels like he's above anybody on that offense at this point. Cause he isn't, he's just as new as they are kind of sort of, even though he's been on the roster for a couple years longer, but not playing. I think all of that makes this team special in the aspect of chemistry and how this whole thing came together. Yeah, and I guess that was kind of like Rodgers can make guys look good at the end of his career or in the middle of his career, but early on he was blessed and gifted with Greg Jennings, James Jones, Jermichael Finley, you know, established guys, you know, not so much Jordy, but like, you know, guys that had already played with Brett and knew the offense or, you know, the McCarthy offense and that can make plays, whereas with with um, Jordan, he doesn't really have that. You know, he's trying to figure out. I mean, Christian Watson kind of came out at the end of last year, and Dobbs was pretty good the first couple weeks of the season. But, you know, he's kind of figuring out with these young guys, and I think that that's, that's a good thing. And, yeah, so that probably changes, like, year five, year six, because then Jordan's 30, 31 years old, 32 years old, rich, and probably can't relate to the 22, 23-year-old guys. But right now he can because a couple weeks ago – we didn't even know if he remember Brian Gutekinds won't even commit. Everybody wants to like run right. at me on Twitter. Like the general manager didn't want to commit yep. to Jordan Love a couple uh, weeks ago. Remember? 
Yeah, a few weeks I mean, ago. We're, we're yeah. talking about, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, that's how quickly things change in the NFL. Yeah. 